The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. Take a shot at betting the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with Fandle, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. I think I got everybody in here. Let's roll, baby. It's live reaction to game three of the American League Division Series where the New York Yankees are on the brink of elimination against a Cleveland Guardian team that basically has done absolutely nothing on offense all year. For the first time in God knows how many games, the Yankees go in a situation in which they have a two-run, ninth-inning lead, and they find a way to lose the game. And in many ways, folks, you're not even surprised with the way today transpired. From a couple of different fronts. You got to start with the ninth inning. But in many ways, what happened in the ninth inning was a microcosm of garbage that you saw earlier in this baseball game. What do I mean by that? ICAF's bad defense probably cost Luis Severino 20 to 25 pitches, at least. Then you have this knucklehead manager who decides to take Severino out of the game in the bottom half of the sixth inning. And it looks even worse now when you consider the state of affairs with the Yankee bullpen. All right, Gutty from Severino. Trevino makes you sweat, but he does the job in the sixth. Wawazaga, okay, he's available, great. How Jonathan Wawazaga gets two-thirds of an inning when Clay Holmes is, quote-unquote, unavailable, and then I got to hear after the game, well, he's available if there's an emergency. An emergency! Well, what is the postseason? 
Season on the line, 1-1. One, one. Wandy Peralta giving up a couple of blue bits. The idea there is to go to Claude Schmidt with the game on the line? That is absurd. The same manager, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the same Yankee manager who didn't go to Clark Schmidt yesterday in extra innings is now going to Clark Schmidt to close out the game? That is absurd. And then Holmes says he's ready to pitch. Are you kidding me? Are you serious? I'm sorry. And I hate to say I told you so on this manager. This manager in big games will drive you to drink. My goodness. He's had good bullpens the last couple of years. Now you see him manage a mediocre bullpen, and it's terrible. If he wasn't going to pitch Holmes, well, Weisinger cannot go two-thirds of an inning. And I'd rather see Peralta close the damn game after a couple of blue pits over Schmidt. I'm sorry. And then you throw in the fact that the Yankees are out of position on shifts. Blooper after blooper from the Guardians. And Cleveland gets 15 hits in the game and the Yankees have five. Now you're in a position where, let's be honest, the season is on the line tomorrow with the $300 million men. And how many calls and how many times have we taken Yankee conversation regarding Garrett Cole and whether or not he's going to show up and whether or not he's the ace and whether or not he's going to be up for the challenge. Well, think about this now. Garrett Cole, with the Yankee season on the line, has a chance to send this back to New York for game number five or for the second straight year, you will be talking about the New York Yankees flaming out Losing a postseason game, series, what have you, with the ace on the mound. Garrett Cole cannot stink tomorrow. There's a lot of pressure on him. This is a bullpen that you really do not trust. You really don't have a whole lot of confidence in anybody who's coming out of there. Garrett Cole's got to go and give you 110-plus pitches. I mean, who, who do you want to see in the Yankee bullpen right now? To me, I'll tell you who I want to see. Wawazaga and Peralta. That's it. I don't feel great about Trevino. I can't say I feel great about Holmes, although the fact that he didn't pitch today is absurd. It's absolutely absurd. I can't tell you I feel great about Schmidt. It's, it's a big problem for the Yankees. The warts, the shortcomings, the deficiency of this bullpen that we spent a lot of time talking about, rearing its ugly head. And now the Yankees are staring elimination in the face against the team that they have no business losing to. If we are talking tomorrow night or on Friday about the Yankees losing to the Cleveland Guardians in the first round of the playoffs, there had better be hell to pay. And I'm not counting on it because they didn't fire the manager after Boston last year. But can you imagine the first half they had losing to the Guardians in the first round? Please, please. Brutal night for the manager. <laughs> That's putting it nicely. Brutal. And the Yankee bullpen? Stinks. Let's let it off. The great Anthony in Westchester starts this up. What's up, buddy? How we doing? You said it best. This team, this manager, this organization drives you to fucking drink. Thank God I own a fucking bar. I, I just, I, I don't even know where to fucking start, okay? 
If you know you have Clay Holmes down, you can't let the Wiseman go two-thirds. You can't let Trevino go one-third. It's baffling. And, Anthony, I'll take it a step further. You can't take Severino out of the game in the bottom half of the sixth inning, if that's the case. It seems like the Yankees and Aaron Boone specifically don't know what the bullpen plan is, and it's like evolving and shifting as the game goes on, you know? But it just it just baffles your mind. The other the, the bigger problem I have, I I, I don't want to be this guy, but I've been saying it honestly since 2019. Okay. The problem with this team going back to 2017. Now they weren't supposed to go as far as they did in 2017, but the problem going back to 2017 has been the offense in the postseason shits the fucking bed. They put up five runs tonight. They should have had enough to win this fucking game. But the bigger problem I have is if you look at the roster construction since 2017, it's home run or bust. We have 11 runs in this postseason. Ten of them are our fucking home runs. Cleveland has 15 hits. They're hitting bloopers. They're not even making good contact. But you're putting people on base. You're making defenses make a play. You're telling me that somebody on Cleveland isn't as bad as IKF is at shortstop? We are the New York fucking Yankees. IKF does not belong on a major league infield in the Bronx. You want to put him in Queens? Fine. You want to put him in Miami? Fine. This team, this organization, the roster construction, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It hasn't worked in, in fucking six years. And right now, their biggest problem is they may lose Aaron Judge. If this team doesn't do something drastic, what's Hal going to do? Is he going to sit back and say, all right, give him the $450 million? Or is he going to look at it and say, well, we had him for six years and we didn't win shit with him. So what's the point of paying him four fifty? I can save myself a couple hundred million. JJ, I'm fucking disgusted. I, I don't know what to do. The pressure on Cole tomorrow is not even on him. He has to go out there before the game and tell Boone, if you come out to the mound, I'm punching you in the yeah, I like it. Anthony, I feel the exact same way. I want 110 or 120 pitches. I'm not talking about five and two-thirds. I'm not talking about six innings. Great call as always, my man. Always great hearing your voice. Um, I need seven-plus out of Garrett Cole tomorrow. Time to go and earn that contract. He was terrific in game one. He's got to be otherworldly. Exceptional. Exceptional if the Yankees are going to go and win this series. They cannot lose this series to the Guardians. And Cole has to be great. Let's head to Newark, New Jersey. I'm sure a very fired up Alex is ready to go. Hello, Alex. I, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, that guy, nice call. He said since 2017. Let, let's be fair about it. Since 2002. Okay, yeah, 09, whatever, fine. Oh, you're not going to, you're not going to, since 2002, this team has been built incorrectly. And here's the thing you have to say in recent years, if we're going to talk recent years, because under the Boone tenure, the team's either not built correctly or the manager sucks or both. There's some, there's some equation in there that has to be true. I think it's a combination of all of the above, to be honest with you. He's not a particularly good manager. Uh, I think that's obvious. He gets exposed anytime you see the Yankees play in the postseason or anytime they play in a big game. Aaron Boone is going to scare the living daylights out of you. And I do think there are issues and there are legitimate concerns about the roster construction, Alex. How could there not be? Well, and, and here's the thing. There's a saying in football, you know better than anyone, especially college, because pro doesn't really do it. But you don't win with two quarterbacks. You don't win with two quarterbacks. You don't win by bullpen by committee. You don't. And I know injuries. I know this. Clay Holmes emergency. Well, pitch him tonight. Tonight was emergency. But regardless, you don't win bullpen by. You're just not going to win a World Series with bullpen by committee. I don't care what the scenario is. I'm not saying injury. You're not going to win it. Bullpen by committee is not going to lock down big games. It's just not going to happen. 
Well, Alex, the way this bullpen has fallen apart, you think about it. The Yankees thought going into the year, Aldis Chapman would be their closer, and they thought at some point this year they'd get Zach Britton back. Well, Aroldis Chapman has fallen off the face of the earth. And listen, didn't deserve to be on the postseason roster, was terrible, and blew plenty of big games for the Yankees. But the fact that Clay Holmes now has not been the guy he was in the first half, and the fact that the manager, for whatever the reason, doesn't want to put him in here with the game on the line and is telling me he doesn't want to pitch him in back-to-back days because of the shoulder, it's the playoffs, for goodness sakes. He threw 16 pitches yesterday. And if that's the way you're managing your bullpen, Alex, then how are other guys barely being used in this game when you know that's the case? Well, and 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 here's the thing. And listen, Tito's perfectly set up for tomorrow. And you look at that team. Listen, there is no way. Things happen, right? Okay, the Phillies beat the Braves, whatever. Think things happen. Braves won the World Series last year, by the way. Here's the thing. We should not lose to the, the, the Guardians, whatever the hell their name is, the, the, the Indians. We should not lose to them. We are the superior team. You cannot lose. But want to know something? It's better if we lose tomorrow. I want to lose tomorrow or in five, whatever. Because if we lose to the Astros, to your point, there's going to be, oh, they're the better team. They We were on the road, whatever. It's going to be a little justification. There's no justification losing this team there's none and that's tito taking an undermanned team and you know what doing it better than we're going to do it and they're probably going to win i'll be honest with you and cole he doesn't exactly put, bring confidence to me oh we have garrett cold no we don't have john we thought we had john we don't have john smoltz i'm sorry we don't have him okay to your point what we're going to get seven and two runs no 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 we need eight innings no runs yeah but i'd sign i'd alex i'd sign for seven and two right now but we're not going to get it well, but if you get that, if, but my, but Alex, if you, but if you get seven, if you get seven and two from Cole tomorrow, you should win the game. Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, yeah, I, you, you should, except if they get tight and there's strikeouts and it depends when the two runs come. Are we down? I mean, there's all different scenarios, but here's the thing. There's a very good chance they're going home tomorrow and they're going home to an undermanned, a not as good, but better managed team. And I'm telling you, to your point, there has to be, if, if they lose, right, there has to be something. Hell to pay. Hell to pay. Hell to play. And listen. I'm not Astros anyway, JJ. You know that and I know it. Oh, listen. Anybody who's listening right now who honestly believes, Alex, that's a great point in their heart of hearts, that the Yankees, this team that's on the brink against the Cleveland Guardians is beating the Houston Astros, stop drinking the Kool-Aid. I mean, that would be stunning at this point, would it not? And I know sports is weird, and sometimes you got to be pushed to the brink. We've seen this time and time again. This bullpen is beating the Astros. Please, don't insult me. The great Justin in Floral Park is up next. What's up, Justin? How we doing? What a flawed team, JJ. I mean, flawed. That's that's being kind. That's being nice, to be honest with you, Justin. That's being too nice. What the fuck is up with that shift for freaking Ramirez? Are you kidding me? Well, I'm watching like Luis Gonzalez out there, man. What are they doing? Yeah, some of the shifts that you saw in the bottom half of the ninth inning, let's just say uh, they were not advantageous. Uh, I think that's being nice, you know? Game two, I'm not going to kill Cabrera for that play, but why doesn't he put a defensive replacement in? But you're not going to you're not going to go to a defensive. Are you talking about are you talking about in game three or in game two? Tonight. Oh, I can understand that. You know what? I agree with you on that, Justin. Because both of those plays could have been made. You could make an argument that he could have. And I didn't think of it. Justin, I got to be fair on this. I didn't think of it watching the game live. 
but he easily could have gone to a Castro or Hicks in the bottom half of the ninth inning to go and play left field. And you know what? That's a play even more so than the Ramirez one yesterday. That's a play that needs to be made in the ninth inning. Absolutely. I mean, and, and listen, I would move him to shortstop and get IKF out of the fucking lineup because I, I mean, he's- they're not going to do that, Justin. They should. They should have played Peraza in the entire month of September, but they're not going to do it. This manager has a love affair with IKF for whatever the reason, and he continues to cost the team defensively time and time and time again. He should never have been brought back. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable what this team is. And again, it's... And Justin, here's the problem. So like, I and I know right now I'm sick to my stomach and this is a horrendous loss. I think they're going to win tomorrow. I, I do. Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe I'm a sucker. Maybe I'm a fool. I just can't imagine Garrett Cole and the Yankees losing in four to the Guardians. Like, and I'm not, and I know there might be some Cleveland fans listening right now. I'm not trying to disparage your team. You're a nice young team. The Yankees have no business losing to the Guardians in the first round. So, Justin, I think they're going to win tomorrow. And in game five's at home, who the hell knows what happens in a game five? But even if they do, watching the Astros and watching the Yankees, anybody think this team is competing and beating the Astros? No, I mean, look at their look at their bullpen. Look how gritty they get a clutch hit from that Pena kid. I mean, everybody steps up on that team, man. Well, you know what it is, Justin? Here's what I got to say about Houston. They are a better organization than the Yankees. Across the board, top to bottom, soup to nuts, they're a better organization and the Yankees. They could talk all about the cheating. The cheaters are almost all gone. All that's there is Altuve and Bregman. That's it. So they've built it up, okay, with all these guys now. So, you know, their organization, like you said, have done it right. And we have not. We're behind the eight ball, man. And that's why we got to change everything. Boone and Cashman get a whole new thing in here. And that's it, man, if they go down to the Guardians. They got to make the change. Justin, I'm going to save those thoughts for tomorrow. Or maybe we're talking about them on Monday. Or who, who knows? Maybe we're talking about an American League Championship Series. If we're talking about the Yankees losing this series to the Cleveland Guardians, and the Yankees can look themselves in the mirror and say, you know what? We're okay where we're at. Shame on them. But again, I thought last year would spark major change within the organization. Didn't happen. I mean, Boone. Basically making that excuse about Holmes and then Holmes basically saying afterwards, I'm fine. I could have pitched. I mean, he looks like an absolute horse's ass, does he not? Total horse's ass. Big Don is up next. Hi, Don. How we doing? JJ, what's going on, brother? Don, I'm doing well. What's up, man? Um, you know, I haven't been a Boone fan all year. I know you haven't really been either. You've been going back beyond this year, but this is unacceptable. Like it's a it's a fireable decision to stand up there after the game. And say that, I, yes, Holmes has not been that reliable second half of the season. Obviously, he was extremely reliable first half of the season. But let's be real. He is our closer. I mean, he, he is the closer, right? If Brandon picks anybody on the Yankees right now that's supposed to close these games, it's supposed to be him. Like, he's the guy that if you're going to go down, you go down with your closer, right? And they don't even give him the ball in the ninth inning. And he says his excuse is that it wasn't an emergency situation. It's a freaking playoff game. Well, and the whole team right now is basically stunned with the idea that he wasn't available to pitch, including Severino, including Holmes. No sense. 
I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, I've been a baseball fan for my entire life, you know, long, long time. And I, I can't think of another time where a manager made this boneheaded of a decision and had no legitimate reason for the decision. Uh, I'm at a loss. I am at an absolute loss, quite frankly, Don. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't surprise me because I've seen this manager bumble plenty of series in the past. And I understand he doesn't have the defined roles within this bullpen. But the way he managed the bullpen tonight, knowing he wasn't going to have homes, so he says, is embarrassing. The logic, the explanation that he's giving after the fact is embarrassing. And if you're a Yankee fan tonight and you're going to sit there and tell me, and we'll see how it plays out this series, we'll see how it plays out in the next series, but if you're going to sit there and tell me that you have the utmost confidence in this Yankee manager, you haven't paid attention. I'm sorry, you haven't. That, but like, if you really think it through and play it out, they needed to win this game, in my opinion, because, yes, I agree with you. We got, we got Cole going tomorrow. Hopefully he comes back and he actually pitches like an ace. And I actually do believe, like you said, that they're going to win tomorrow's game. But game five is a complete crapshoot. Because what's game five going to be? A, we're gonna, it's going to be a bullpen game. Well, it's going to be a bullpen game for everybody. And here's the problem. Don, you don't like the Yankee bullpen. So, all right, maybe, maybe you can get – so, great. Maybe you get a couple innings out of Nestor Cortez. Who knows? Maybe Severino says I could throw on a throw day. But all of that compromises you from your end game and your goal, which is taking down the Houston Astros. <sighs> Brutal. And apparently my guys Kay and Flaherty were killing uh, the manager tonight on the postgame. Happy to hear that. Very happy to hear that. My guy Bradley is up next. Hi, Bradley. Hey, I don't even know where to start with this one. I mean... Boone really shit the bed tonight. I mean, why the hell, like, you know, if you're going to use Holmes in an emergency situation, freaking bases loaded, you know, runs in the corners at first, but you mean to tell me you're going to bring Clark Schmidt in that situation? And I get Holmes has been terrible the second half of the season, but if you're going to go down, go down with your closer at least. At least show, like, you're going to put your closer in and give you a chance to, like, win the game. Like, that was just a bullshit decision by uh, Boone. Bradley, how about this, buddy? And this is from our pal Yankee source, who I love on Twitter. We lived through the J-hat for Davey Garcia debacle. We saw Mike Ford pinch hit. And now we see Aaron Boone sitting one of his best relievers all year to, to use Clark Schmidt to close out a crucial game. If you think this manager is up to the challenge, Wake up and smell the coffee. No, I mean, it's, it's just, it's unreal. I mean, I, I, I can remember last year, just like, you know, all, all of us asking, like asking for his head to be chopped off last year after what happened in Boston. But absolutely, like tomorrow, tomorrow, it, Cole has got to go seven or eight innings, has to be flawless tomorrow. The offense has got to show up tomorrow again, like they did tonight. I'm not even blaming the offense, but. They need to show up again tomorrow. And the main question is, too, if they do win tomorrow, what's the strategy for game five? I mean, do they put Herman in for maybe two innings? I think Herman or Tyone, uh, unless they... Now, again, Bradley, I hope to God they're not pitching tomorrow. Uh, you know, if they're pitching tomorrow, then I don't think we're probably talking about a game five. Uh, I would guess one of those guys will start the game and you'll see everybody and their mother pitching for the Yankees. That, to me, is, I think, the strategy. Appreciate the call. 
And is that a winning strategy and a good strategy? Oh, not so much. Oh, this should be fun. For the second consecutive Spotify Live, I- I'm sure Neil Keefe, the Keefe to the city extraordinaire. Neil, what a clinic by the manager tonight. <laughs> JJ, it was... I, I wrote about this on Keep to the City today about the fact that this guy every single postseason does something that you've never seen before, something you didn't think was possible. He did it yesterday. He follows it up today with the in-game management, which was just really hard to fathom, and then just blatant lies. And he's lied to the media, the public, in every chance he's had in five years as manager. But to go out there and tell Meredith Barakovitz that Clay Holmes... Uh, wasn't available, then changed what he said and said he actually was available, but that he's only available in emergencies because he's sore. And then less than five minutes later, having Clay Holmes tell the media that he's not sore, he's fine. He told Boone he was fine. He woke up this morning expecting to pitch tonight and wasn't given an explanation as to why he didn't pitch. And then you have Luis Severino being asked about uh, uh, Clay Holmes not pitching. And he said, yeah, I don't know. That's our closer. I expect to see him. So now you have the players openly questioning the manager after the game. It's it's a disaster. And this is not surprising at all because we've seen how this guy acts both in-game and to the media. And it's all coming to a head here at the worst possible time. What a disaster to lose this game. And now under Boone, the Yankees have two division titles in five years. They have suffered the worst home postseason loss, lopsided loss, the 16-1 to loss in 18. They've been eliminated by the Red Sox twice. They have two ALDS losses, one game away now from a third. They have a one-game playoff loss. And now he oversaw the Yankees franchise in 168 games, the first time they've ever blown a multi-run lead in the ninth inning in the playoffs. Special. Special. And then you could throw in a Davey Garcia, uh, Jay Hat debacle from 2020. Mike Ford. I mean, just think about that for a second. And the amazing thing to me, Neil, this dope has the audacity after the game to basically contradict himself on the home stuff and then manages like he has no plan. If that's the case, then why is Trevino done after a third of an inning? Or why is Jonathan Loisica only going two-thirds of an inning? Or why are you not pushing Luis Severino further into the game when he looks like he's getting stronger as the game goes along. Like, dude, it is mind-numbing how embarrassing the in-game strategy, thought process, whatever you want to call it, it is. But listen, you have killed the manager plenty. I said after the Boston game, there's no way in the world to manage another game for me ever, ever again. And the Yankees, see, here's my problem, Neil. Even if they lose this series, as, as, as embarrassing and as pathetic as it would be, and I could argue it's the low point, maybe, of the Boone-Cashman regime. You could make that argument. Maybe it's last year in Boston. I don't know. If they go and lose this series, they should fire everybody. But let's be honest, dude. You and I both know that's not going to happen. You know it. You know it. It's not going to happen. And if if you do believe in what he said, that Holmes wasn't available, how are you only getting one out from Trevino and, and two outs from Loisaga then when you need to get three and a third innings of your relievers, you're only getting one innings worth of outs from them. I, I just don't know how that makes sense. And the fact that IKF got to play the entire game, you know, 
Uh, Josh Donaldson got all of his at-bats. Higashioka got all of his at-bats. And Matt Carpenter sat there. There was many times he could have pulled him in, and he doesn't. And and Trevino's the better catcher. Jose Trevino needs to be in the game at the end there for his framing, for his defense. And before I came on here to talk to you, I was watching the Yes Post game, which Michael Kay and John Flaherty just absolutely destroyed. Oh, so they killed him. I love those guys. Listen, they're two friends in a show. So the yes, now I haven't watched, I haven't watched it yet, Neil. I'm going to watch it after we wrap up Spotify Live. I'm looking forward to that. You're telling me my guys, Kay and Flaherty, killed the manager. Yeah, and Kay, tremendous. Kay brought up a really good point. Like that, the ball that drops in there in front of, uh, in front of Cabrera, which is the same thing that happened yesterday at Yankee Stadium. How do you not have LaCastro in the game? I had a caller say it and I didn't even think of it, Neil. I got to be fair watching the game. That wasn't the first thought that came to my mind. But you know what? It's a great critique. You got with Castro, put him in the outfield. You're basically forcing Oswaldo Cabrera into left field because you don't want to play him at short, even though he's better than Kiner Falefa. You don't want to move Torres off second. So you're playing him in the outfield, a position he doesn't know. Why is Hicks, what, what, is, what is Hicks doing on the roster? What is LaCastro doing on the roster if they can't even play ninth inning defensive replacement? What are we, like, what's going on here? They're just wasting roster space. And the fact that, uh, you know, we, you, we talk about, Clark Schmidt, yesterday he's not good enough to pitch in front of Tyone. Today he's good enough to pitch with runners on in a two-out save in a postseason game. This is this is typical Boone stuff. Like just a couple weeks ago, Peraza didn't play for like a week, but then when he does play, he bats like six, two spots of IK ahead of IKF. It's it's kind of like, you know, two years ago. Anduar would pinch hit in the ninth inning for someone. Then he'd get sent down after the game. So it's like he's good enough to pinch hit. Then he's not good enough to be on the team. Mike Ford, things like what happened like that when Clint Frazier was here. It just, from day to day, these decisions he makes make no sense. And to be doing this in the postseason in this spot is, it's really just hard to believe that this is going on. And how many times, Neil, do you have to see a big-time manager pants Aaron Boone? You give me the guy, Alex Cora. A.J. Hinch, Kevin Cash, Tito Francona. You might as well just keep adding to the list. Unless the Yankees are playing the Minnesota Twins, it feels like Aaron Boone is going to get exposed in the postseason. Period. Right. And if you look at the situation now, so now they have to use Cole, and then they have to... Oh, they're fucked. Let's be honest, Neil. Even if they win this series now, they are so fucked for the Astros. They're fucked. They are because Houston's sitting at home till Wednesday. They can set up everyone. Verlander won't have pitched in a while. Um, they can set up their rotation. They have home field advantage. They can rest their bullpen. So you're going to exhaust every possibility you have just to get past the Guardians, then just to go get rolled by the Astros. To me, they have no chance against the Astros even before this shitstorm happened in the last 24 hours. So if, if, if it means losing the ALTS to get rid of Boone, I would... Well, and, Kat, and you know what, though, Neil? Let's be fair on this. If we're talking Boone, I think we're talking about the general manager, too. Yeah, which is fine. Because you know what? Sooner or later, enough is enough. Sooner or later, enough is enough. I know he's made good trades. I know he's had a good run here. I'm not saying he's had a bad run here, because that's not fair. But sooner or later, enough is enough, if I'm owning the team. Enough. When they have their, if they do get eliminated here and they have their end of the season press conference next week at the stadium, you'll hear Boone, Cashman and Boone, just like they did last year and the years before, talk about how the postseason is, postseason is random, which it's not random. It's not a crapshoot. The Astros have been in the ALCS now six years in a row. They're 18 and five in the ALDS. I didn't hear Brian Cashman talking about how random the postseason was in the late 90s and early 2000s when the team was in the World Series every year, which is the only reason he still has a job today is because of the success he had right away. And so 
it's time to move on. The guy's had the same position for a quarter of a century. Like we're, we're watching a Yankees team where Josh Donaldson is batting fifth with a 222 average and a six, whatever, 80 OPS. Isaiah Kiner Fleff is the worst everyday player in the history of the Yankees on a team that's supposed to win a championship. You know, they've got Kyle Gashioka once again starting over an all star catcher on the team. It was bad enough when he was playing over Gary Sanchez. Now he's playing over Jose Trevino. The guy has no idea what he's doing with bullpen management. It's time to move on. It's time to make a change. I, I I cannot usher in this next era of Yankees baseball. Like they just blew through this course time. This just this was wasted. And now you've got Cabrera, you've got Peraza. Volpe will be here. They they need someone else. You know, getting them acclimated to Major League Baseball. It cannot be Aaron Boone. Um, we will chat tomorrow. I am sure we're either talking about elimination or we're talking about a game five. Do you think Cole shows up tomorrow? Gut feel. Yeah, I think I think he's going to pitch well. Am I? And because Cleveland can't hit. They are not the Astros. He should go, let's be honest, you know, seven innings, two runs, minimum is my expectation. Minimum. Yeah, I, I think he'll pitch well. I think they will win tomorrow. I mean, they had this, they were, there was an out in the knife with nobody on base and then they just got blooped around and some weird shit happened. You know, it happens and Boone's bad management. But I do, I do think they'll win tomorrow. I think Cole will send it back to New York and then, and then what happens there? Tyone, Herman, a bullpen game. They say Nestor. He's like, yeah, Cortez could give us a few innings. Well, it better be the first few innings. I don't want to... Well, and, and here's the other problem. And they go to Cortez, great. What, when's he pitching in the Astros series? You kind of need him. What is the, what is the Yankee... I, I mean, listen, at this point, you get to the Astros, you, t- you take it because you're facing elimination tomorrow against Cleveland. They are going to be so screwed in that series. I don't think people understand how bad it's going to be because you don't have any off days. That's the other thing. You play all these games in a row. Right. And the worst thing is for anyone who hasn't paid attention to what they just did to the Mariners, Jose Altuve went 0 for 15 in that series. He's, he, he'll be 13 for 17 against the Yankees with three home runs and four doubles. So, you know, that guy's not going 0 for the playoffs. He's saving it for the Yankees just like he always does. They have, they don't have a prayer. They didn't, even if everything went right, even if they swept Cleveland and they were both sitting home till Wednesday, I would still think it's a very tall, tall order for them to beat the Astros. Now, with the way everything's set up, their bullpen's already fatigued. They haven't even gotten out of this round yet, and their bullpen's a disaster. Their rotation's a mess. Cole won't be available till game three. Their lineup, how are they going to hit Verlander, McCullers, Javier? Uh, like, they bring in Garcia. They bring in Urquidy, Valdez. How do you think they're going to hit these guys? They, they, like, it's, they have no chance. Just if it means Boone, no more Boone, which I don't think it means even at that point, just lose. I think, you know what, Neil? I, and I love you, buddy. We'll talk tomorrow. That's the great Neil Keefe. Keefe to the city. I think a lot of Yankee fans feel the exact same way you do. And that's disgusting, but it's true. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just eight ninety seven for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just eight ninety seven at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The great Coney Island Cobra, I'm sure, is all fired up. Cobra. Tonight, they blew it. They blew it. They had all the momentum. Everything was going on. They blew it. And I don't want to hear any more from, from him and fucking Cashman. Let's be honest here. This, they lose this series. And again, we can say, you can say Cleveland can't hit. They had fucking 15 hits tonight. And if you think Cole's going to go out there tomorrow and pitch a no-hitter, 
I don't see it. I just don't. No, I don't think he's going to pitch a no-hitter, but I think he's going to pitch well tomorrow. Maddie. I do. I think he's going to pitch well tomorrow. I think he's going to be up to the challenge. But the shortcomings in the bullpen are very problematic. The managerial thinking and thought process and decision-making is beyond problematic. This lineup having way too much dead weight is problematic. Think about this, Cobra. All it took was Alex Rodriguez to kill the Yankees on television for Aaron Judge to get moved out of the leadoff spot. Does that strike you as a team and a front office and a manager that's panicking after one loss? Sure strikes me that way. That's the issue you have with the Yankees. And bigger picture, how can you think they have any prayer against the Astros? Here's, here's, the, here's the big thing. At the end of the day, this fucking guy always builds a team that fucking fails. Let's call it what it is. It was better when he looked like George fucking Costanza and he can get shit done. Now he wants to, he wants to go up and climb fucking buildings. And this fucking clown, Hal Steinbrenner, who collects everybody's playoff money like it's fucking bowling dudes, every year is there. And no, and again, you know, we can go out there, Yankee Stadium, and hoot and fucking holler. End of the day, this team, I, they're not getting it done. And we can talk about bullpen by committee. This ain't the fucking 86 Mets with Orozco and fucking McDowell. Again, they lost tonight. They got McKenzie out of the fucking game. And they couldn't get it done. You got to win the game. But I totally agree, Cobra. We could spend a lot of time talking about the Yankee offense, the, the way they're constructed, the way that they're built. They had five runs in this game. They hit three home runs. That's got to be good enough to win. And it wasn't tonight. Because your bullpen and your manager let you down. Eric joins us. Eric, floor is yours. What's up, buddy? Thank you so much for letting me on. Oh, my God. This was a fucking backbreaking loss. There's no other way around it. Boone, the front office, everyone fucked up. They are in such a hole right now. I don't know how they're going to climb out of this one. Yeah, look, they're playing a team they're still better than. They have their ace on the mound. You got to find a way to get it back to New York for a game number five. That's where it starts. Can Garrett Cole extend the season? Can the Yankees find a way to wash away this taste? But if you're thinking about this from a perspective of the Yankees trying to win a World Series, I think tonight and Friday is very humbling in showing you the Yankees are not positioned to be a team that's going to go and take down the Houston Astros. But at this point, Eric, when you face an elimination, you'll take it at this point. You'll take being all out of sorts and all uncompromised or whatever to know you're going to get that series. No, I, I totally agree. And thankfully, we have Cole lined up, and it's it's our, our ace. You know, Hopefully, he absolutely shoves. But this has shown a spotlight on what the Yankees have done wrong for so long. We've talked about this a million times, you and I. They don't manage the bullpen well. They don't do things well defensively in terms of having the right guys on the field. And it's a, it's a top-down problem. If they do not come out and win this series, there has to be wholesale changes from the top down. Boone has to go. Cashman has to go. And they have to make serious... You're going to hear a lot of that. Eric, listen, I think you're on to something there. You're going to hear a lot of that tomorrow if the Yankees lose. Appreciate it as always, buddy. You're going to hear a lot of that. The Yankee fan is not going to give Brian Cashman a benefit of the doubt for this one. They're not going to do it. No, should they? Josh joins us. What's up, Josh? I'm not even going to ask you how you're doing. I, I already know how you're doing. Well, you know how I'm doing. I'm shitty. I'm shitty. Yeah. I'm shitty, too. Let me ask you this. This team's been all, all year, right? 162. Analytics, analytics, analytics. And explain to me how you have an inexperienced, inexperienced left fielder playing in the 
and the t- on the bottom of the ninth and playing straw deep like he's a home run hitter on this guy. Right? That's number one. Some of the shifting and some of the stuff that you saw in the ninth inning is going to bother you and it's going to be head-scratching. But I think what's more head-scratching, though, Josh, is the way this game was managed. And hearing what you heard from the manager after Clay Holmes, not pitching in in an obvious save situation, then telling me he's not available, that he's only available in an emergency situation. And then, and then, and then, you got to hear the pitcher after the game basically tell you, I'm fine, I wanted to pitch. I can't believe I wasn't used. Embarrassing look. Embarrassing. Got an emergency, then fuck this manager. Straight up. If bases loaded with one out is not an emergency, then what's an emergency? Josh, I don't know. That uh, Good question, buddy. Good question. I don't know. Absurd. Absolutely absurd. Morris is up next. Hi, Morris. How we doing? JJ, JJ, JJ. What the fuck is this guy doing? What the fuck is this guy doing? Uh, I mean, how many times have we said this the last couple of Octobers? We say it every year. We say it every year. Now, even for the fact that obviously he mismanaged the bullpen again and again and again and again and again. But what the fuck? Make the defensive switches. Bring it, I don't like they don't have another shortstop even bringing for IKF, who was horrific in the field tonight. Peraza could play the fucking field. Well, and then Morris, how about Boone again telling you how good a defender IKF is? Remember what he said a couple weeks ago? He's one of the best defensive shortstops in the league. My ass. My ass. He makes the routine plays look fucking difficult. He makes the routine plays look fucking difficult. And look, we just got to pray tomorrow for Cole. That's it. It's end of the conversation. Cole's got to be paid him 324 fucking million. This is for the game tomorrow night. Bingo. It's a legacy game for Garrett Cole. You know, and Morris, how many times over the course of this year have you and I and many other Yankee fans had the conversations regarding Cole? Is he an ace? Is he the guy you want in these moments, in these games? Well, this is the ultimate, to me, revenge vindication spot for him to avenge what happened in Boston last year. Because your back's up against the wall. Your team lost as bad a game as you could possibly lose. You got to set a tone tomorrow night and say, hey, guess what? Cleveland, not tonight. You're not touching me. I'm delivering. My team is going to find a way to win. And if the Yankees go and give you four or five runs, that should be good enough to win the game. Case closed. Case closed. Case closed. And I have not, nothing much else to say. Fuck Aaron Boone. Yeah, listen, right now the Yankee fan is down on Boone. Welcome to the club. I mean, I've been there for a long time. I didn't want him brought back. Now, I had to be fair in the first half of the year. They did a wonderful job, but... You saw the warts again from this manager in the second half. You've seen the warts in the way this team has been put together and the way it's been constructed. And again, Boone in these playoff games is not good. I'm sorry. He's not good. Let's head to Richard, who joins us next. Hi, Richard. How are we doing? Well, really bad. Um, I'm just trying to understand a few things from a roster construction standpoint. How can you put guys on the roster and not use them? At least have Peraza there for defense. I mean, IKF's defense Maybe just as bad a reason why we lost the game as much as Boone, dumb decision-making. Um, it's fair. Not having Peraza here is laughable. Um, somebody brought it up earlier. I think it was the great Justin in Floral Park. You have Tim Castro and Aaron Hicks on the roster. They're not coming in for his Wildo Cabrera for defense in the bottom half of the ninth inning. Um, it's okay to use Clark Schmidt to close tonight's game, but you're not going to use Clark Schmidt in extra innings in the 10th inning on Friday. I, I, you can't make it up. 
You can't make it up. Miguel Crasher ain't Mariano, but he's better than Clark Schmidt there. He has put away stuff. He's sometimes all around the zone, but he'll, he'll throw 100 miles an hour. Nasty stuff. There's people in the bullpen better than Clark Schmidt there. Come on. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Richard. Look. Talk about Miguel Castro. I haven't heard one person. They're not gonna, they're not gonna go to Castro in that spot considering he's barely pitched. Uh Castro has more of a track record than Schmidt. The bottom line is I don't want to see Schmidt there. I want to see Holmes. Why isn't Holmes pitching? Said he was good to go. Through 16 pitches yesterday. He's got to be out there. All right, we're gonna take a couple more and then we're gonna say goodbye. Uh, you guys have been great. I'm not going to be able to get to all of you today. I promise you I'll get to as many of you as I can. The great Charlie and Elmhurst is up next. Hi, Charlie. How we doing? Boom, fuck. That's my uh, my buddy on my who my connection with back in Boston in September. Boom, fuck. Idiot Yankee manager. Never went with this manager. I can't fucking stand this clown. Uh, Holmes, why? Go, go say fuck you to him because... That's soft. I mean, it's, it's, it, forget about it's This postseason emergency. This postseason emergency. Beyond an emergency. And surely you want to tell me, hey, I could get away with it. Wandy Peralta is pitching well, ba, ba, ba. The minute Wandy's starting to run out of gas a little bit, and for what it's worth, I would have preferred seeing Wandy over Clark Schmidt with the game on the line because I know Wandy's got stones and I know he's not going to be unfazed by the moment. Um, but for Holmes to not pitch there, it makes him look bad. It makes him look soft. And I'm sure that's why after the game, he made it clear. And guess what? I'm good to go. I'm as flabbergasted as you are that I'm not pitching. I mean, and this is another thing. I mean, left side of the infield. I mean, I can't stand him. Donaldson can't hit, can't, can't hit good pitching. IKF, what a total stiff. He's not a major league shortstop. I can't fucking stand this clown. Because how many times we saw in game one, Cole had to throw like extra 20 pitches and Severino again. And another thing, another thing about this, uh, this whole like playoff roster, like I love Oswaldo, but why? I mean, that boop, I mean, Michael Kane, John, uh, John Flaherty, I mean, money, money. How come he wasn't replaced? And what's the point of putting Hicks and LaCastro in? Another thing, another thing, not an underrated thing about the thing. After Bader hit a home run, I, uh, he got shook a walk. Why LaCastro is not pinch hitting? I mean, pinch running. And get up and stole a bag. Yeah, maybe push for another run. Excellent point, Charlie. Excellent point. It was as poorly managed a game as you can manage in a postseason scenario. There are just so many things to dissect. There are so many different things to break down. It's obvious to me. Way too many mistakes. Like, JJ, I have no lot to say. I mean, I think Cole's going to pitch well, but I just don't know what to say. I'm just speechless. You're disgusted. Charlie, listen, the Yankee fan... I think, felt this series was going to be easy, especially after game one. And, you know, my buddy Timmy, Matt Pico brought this up. A few others brought it up. A lot of nerves thinking about 2006 when you had the rain out. Well, seeing some shades of that. Taylor's up next. Taylor, what's going on? JJ, before I rant, uh, are we getting on at noon tomorrow to talk Yes, we'll be doing some football picks. Uh, we'll do a little Yankees, too, on there, too, if you want. We'll do a little Yankees if you want. But, uh, yes, we will have uh, – the only reason we didn't do one last week is because the Giants were playing. Absolutely. I, I, I need to say this. The people are bashing McBoone for the IKF starting. It's Brian Cashman's guy. Cashman wanted him from Texas, couldn't make the trade, so he took on Donaldson's $25 million to get the guy. 
That's why Peraza's not on the roster. Cashman's guy. He wants IKF in there. He doesn't want to be proven the idiot. I think there's something to be said for that. I do. I do think there's something to be said for that, my friend. Excellent, excellent point. And first inning, he cost him a run. And not only that, Taylor, the error he made, whatever you want to call it, the misplay, in the sixth inning, prevented Severino from finishing that inning. Maybe you push him in the seventh. Maybe your bullpen's not as compromised. And it kind of led to that chain of events of exposing a guy who's not good at managing a bullpen. JJ, how many thousands of us on Twitter, hundreds of thousands of us on Twitter, all season long have said, IKF stinks. This guy can't field shortstop. He's just not a good shortstop. The only people that would find a way to defend this guy, Taylor, are people who are over the age of 60 who think batting average is the number one most important stat in Major League Baseball and think that shortstops now hit for two or three home runs like it's 1955. Three or four at-bats a game, the guy just just drives it right into the ground. And if there's a guy on first, it's a double play. And if not, thank God it's just one out. I'm just flabbergasted. They did not put Peraza on the roster because it's... The Yankees are cocky. Brian Cashman's been cocky the last six years in this... Way too cocky and way too arrogant for a team that has won nothing since 2009, that hasn't been to a World Series, yet alone win one since 2009. In Cole tomorrow, because if Cole, even if Cole gives us seven great innings, that lineup's going to be dead. They like. Well, no excuses. You know what? Somebody's got to. Th- this is where Taylor, to me, a guy like Anthony Rizzo, who has won before whose team was down three games to one in that exact building against that exact team. No, not exact. I mean, the Cleveland Indians and now the Guardians, the, the roster. I think maybe Jose Ramirez is the only guy, Taylor, who's probably left from that team that went to the World Series in 2016. I think I'm right on that. I think he's the only guy that's left. Maybe Brian Shaw, who's in their bullpen. But you need a guy like Rizzo to say, hey, guys, let's relax. Let's play our game, hit a couple home runs. Cole's going to go and shove, and we're going to get this back to New York for game five. That's got to be the mindset. Somebody in the Yankee locker room, Yankee clubhouse, got to step up. Because that leadership that you're looking for, it is, it sure should not come from the manager. All right, I'm going to take two more, and then we're done. You guys are great. Uh, we're going to do more tomorrow, and we're going to have one tomorrow. I can promise you that. Let's take, uh, let's take two more. Let's go to... Um, where do we want to go here? Let's go to let's go to Philip, who's up next. Hi, Philip. How we doing? How's it going, JJ? Philip, I'm doing okay, man. We're hanging in there, dude. I, I'm done with. I, I'm not gonna repeat what everybody else is saying, but it's so embarrassing to look to when they go over to fucking Boone and he's over there chopping his fucking gums. You know how good it was when we were, when the camera would pan over to Joe Torre and he was a fucking stone cold killer. Uh, yeah, I had a lot more confidence in that coaching staff with Mel and Don Zimmer, Willie Randolph. Um, that is true. But the years now of being beaten down by the Yankees losing in the postseason and some of the just bewildering decisions that happen on a year-in and year-out basis from this manager, it's now to the point where I'm not even surprised anymore, quite frankly. I'm not even surprised. And and uh, it's just, would it kill it? I understand we had great, uh, some good hits today. Of course, all home runs. Would it kill anybody just to get a couple singles, a double here and there, just to kind of 
make it a little bit so it's not down by two runs? Or Can we have a good blowout game once in a blue moon? Well, I mean, Philip, you thought maybe that was going to be the case in game one. Somewhat of a comfortable win for the Yankees. This was comfortable. Look, the Yankees offensively, we know that they're not a team that's going to string together four, five, six hits at a time. But I got news for you. There aren't many lineups in baseball that can do that anymore. The lineup today did its job. They scored five runs. You got to win that game. You got a two-run lead in the ninth inning. You don't go to your closer. You manage the bullpen before that terribly, and your shortstop is an absolute butcher in the field. It's all going to add up. It's all costly. It's all costly, folks. All right, I'm taking two more calls here, and then we're going to say sayonara. Two more. Let's go to where we're going to go. Where we're going to go. Let's go to Steven, who's up next. Hi, Steven. JJ, first time, long time. Uh, from- Steven, my pleasure. How you doing? This started yesterday, though, with Boone, man. I'm with you. I didn't want him back. I've hated him from the start. But this started yesterday. You know you're playing four days in a row, and he, did, he didn't. Uh, Nestor, I agree. He was done. He battled. But you're letting these guys throw 15 pitches. I'm watching every inning. Okay, Lelizga's getting guys out. You're taking him out. Peralta got everyone out. You're taking him out. Holmes gets everyone out. You're going to Tyone. Why? Like you're, and you're giving these guys more looks at them to get them to get, they have to pitch all series. Like you gotta manage, like you have to play four games in a row. Cause if we're going to win now, we got to. And there was no thought process yesterday. There was no thought process tonight. You could have pushed Sevy. He was getting stronger as you've been saying all night. It's just, it's so frustrating, but it's expected. Yes. And if you really are in a position where Clay Holmes is not available, then Trevino going a third of an inning and Loisaga going two-thirds of an inning is a fireable offense. It really is a fireable offense. If that is your plan going in, I really don't want to use Clay Holmes. I don't think Clay Holmes is available, even though Clay Holmes is telling you I am available and I am ready to pitch. But if that's the case, then these other guys can't be used the way that they were used. That's unacceptable. Is there any shot they do it, though? Like, if, if they lose tomorrow, let's say they go down, Cole blows up, you know, they... You know, they lose tomorrow. Any shot they fire everyone, I just don't see it. How? Is- well, Steven, I understand that. Listen, last year I was at the wild card game and we were on Spotify Live and I thought for sure we'd wake up two or three days later and somebody would have to pay and that guy would be Aaron Boone and he'd be fired. That's what I thought. I was wrong. I was dead wrong. So now I'm kind of at the point where, yeah, heads should roll if they lose this series. Do I think they will? Probably not. Probably not. All right, last one. You guys are great. And I appreciate all the support. I'm pro- I, I promise you I'll get to more calls tomorrow if we're talking about a postmortem. We'll be doing another one of these tomorrow, uh, mixing in all the football stuff as well. Jeff Money, the floor is yours. What's up, pal? What's up? What's up? Boy, that was just horrendous there. With uh, Where the hell was Holmes in that game? Uh, good question. Apparently, the Yankee manager wanted to protect him. Wanted to save him for an emergency. I don't know. An emergency that might be on the golf course next week. I don't know. Yeah, that's any emergency you can have. I mean, that's unbelievable. There. Did you see that the, the stat I sent you? That absurd. Oh, I sure saw it. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. That is unbelievable. One sixty-seven and all. They were multi-run, and then fucking boom, fucks it all up. Yeah, and he he screws up the earlier situations in the game. He doesn't remove his Waldo Cabrera for defense. He doesn't go and manage the game with a sense of aggressiveness. And Clark Schmidt with the game on the line. And I know. The Yankee bullpen is not a strength, Jeff Money, but Clark freaking Schmidt with the game on the line? Come on. 
Come on. That was just horrendous. I, I'm just, just shocked that it just even happened. And I'm watching the Dodger game. Also, I see a stupid drone on the on the field just now. Uh, I have to be honest, Jeff Money. What is going on in that game? It's two nothing Dodgers uh, right now. I think it's what is it, fifth or sixth? Top of the seventh. I'm seeing top of the seventh right now. Uh, you know what? Now I get the only good news that I got today is my guy two is coming back next week. So I'm happy about that. That's the only thing I'm happy about. You know. Feel comfortable with him coming back after with the concussion situation? I mean, he got cleared by five different doctors, Jeff Money. I think they know a lot more than I do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They need him. Like, for me, listen, I'm not going to pretend that I'm giving medical diagnosis to Tua Tungavailoa. You know, like, I am not doing that. I am not giving him the run-through. I am not giving him the breakdowns. But, buddy, listen, tomorrow is going to be a very tense day in the Jastrzemski household because the Dolphins play at one. You got all the football in the afternoon, and I got to wait for 7 o'clock to see if the Yankee season is going to come to a close. Awesome. Okay, it's going to be real interesting. Then we're going to talk some football tomorrow. Absolutely. Well, and Money, listen, we will have you covered every which way on New York, New York, on Spotify Live. Go up to your picks. Um, you guys were great. Participation in here was off the charts. I'm sorry I couldn't get to Moria. I don't want this to... Here's what it comes down to, guys. I'm going to post this as a podcast. I don't want to be going on for two hours. Now, if they get eliminated tomorrow, I might go on for two hours. But I do have to do television and a live and a podcast all tomorrow in the span of, I don't know, eight hours or so. It's the way the world turns. My insanity might be coming to an end if the Yankees lose tomorrow. I'm going to say, Yankees lose tomorrow. My October got a lot more free. There's going to be a lot more free time on my hands, that's for sure. Uh, great work by the wonderful Stefan. You guys are great with your calls. I mean, really. Anybody who got in there, great job. Follow, subscribe, New York, New York. Follow us on Spotify Live. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Are the Yankees pushing it to game five? Or is the season going to be over? We'll find out. JJ out. Be good, everybody.